what's going on everybody i uh, hope everyone is doing well um holding up well with the coronavirus um i'm just gonna be straight up honest i am not doing well um based off of what has been going on uh i would love to say it was just the last week but the last couple of weeks um and so i i just talked about this two three weeks ago and it sucks uh i have to talk about it again and so i don't have any notes in front of me so it may sound like a little bit that i ramble today or i go off topic uh because i'm not going off of any notes i'm i'm really speaking from my heart uh right now um but before i really talk about it i do want to put kind of this disclaimer out here or uh i don't know if disclaimer is the right thing but really just a a call for communication um i'm gonna speak and i'm gonna speak from my perspective uh, on from the lens that i see things uh, and from my life experiences and with that being said i understand that it's my lens it's my perspective uh, and so there's a differing perspective. There's the other side of things, and I don't necessarily know the other side. Uh, and so I I welcome anybody who is listening to this uh, to, if you have a differing viewpoint, you have a comment, anything like that provided, because I don't think that this solution happens, a solution happens to this problem by uh people just getting mad uh, by people just yelling and screaming at each other and people just saying how they feel. Uh, We've got to be able to have an open and honest talk and be able to hear both sides of the argument uh, and find that middle ground uh, somewhere in the middle. So I will say this time more than any, uh, if you're listening to this podcast, go down to the bottom to the to the notes there's a link where you can send me a message uh if you know me personally and you have me on social media or you have my cell phone number or any of that you can reach out to me uh and tell me really how you feel i'm i'm really open to it uh and i want to hear it because i I'm just tired of hurting and I'm, I'm tired of seeing the same things that I'm seeing in the news. And so uh, now that I've put that out there, I'm just going to speak on on kind of what I've been dealing with all week. This has been heavy. Uh, it has been really heavy for me and I'm going to be flat out honest. Yesterday I broke down uh, and I bawled and I cried uh, and I had to just get it out uh, because I'm I'm tired of seeing people who look like me dying uh, when that shouldn't be the case. And it, it just really hurts because, uh, and, and as I talk about this, yes, George Floyd is the latest, uh, but this isn't exclusively about that. This is about, uh, and I hope people understand, this is a culmination of a, a bunch of things just in the last you know, two to three weeks, we have George Floyd, we have the stuff with Ahmaud Arbery, uh, and then we have the incident in Central Park uh, with the the lady and her dog. Uh, And this is just all within the last two to three weeks. This is not going, you know, years, years back. Um, That this has just been a very quick buildup, but 
people are tired. Uh, and so as I'm going through these things, uh, one of the things that I had to first do, and and I've taken notice is I've got to take a break uh, from how much I am consuming media. And I say media in general. I'm not going to put it exclusively on social media, but even just the news, this stuff is just so emotionally charged. And while things are, these are important issues and I need to stay abreast on what's going on in the world. I, for my own sanity, can't live in a state where I'm constantly filled with rage and I'm constantly filled with anger. And I say that because that is part of what led to me breaking down and crying as I'm I'm watching these videos on social media uh, and I found myself for probably 30, 40 minutes. You know, you click on the video and then it cues up the next one uh, and it usually goes along with what you're doing. And I just watched video after video of interactions uh, with people with the police and crazy thing is it wasn't all African-Americans. It was, it was people of all races. Um, and so for me, I was like, I can't keep feeding this to my spirit. It's gonna, it's gonna make me angry. It already has me angry. So in, in that sense, I, I'm gonna take a break. I'm not gonna cut it off completely, uh, but I'm putting limits as, as far as how much of this I'm gonna feed into. Uh, the other thing that was really big to me uh, is you see the comments um, that people put and people are on all different sides of this argument. Uh, and I'm not going to tell anybody um, how to feel. What I would say is uh, think about the, the this thing, uh, big picture. Um, people are putting Black Lives Matter. Uh, and then you get other people that say, well, all lives matter. And, and I will tell you, for most people who are putting the Black Lives Matter stuff out there, we agree uh, that all lives matter, but all lives aren't under attack right now. Um, I, I just saw this uh, where uh, kind of the equivalent to all lives matter would be if one house was set on fire, uh, do we hose down all of the houses, even the ones that don't? Well, that house isn't. Your house may not be on fire, so it doesn't need that attention. Uh, so that 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 is why you just be sensitive. I'm not going to tell people not to not to not to feel a certain way. We're not when people say Black Lives Matter. It's not to take away uh, from any other race. Uh, it's not to take away from any other group. What we're saying is we're hurting right now we're seeing something uh that is being taken away when it shouldn't we're seeing something that we deem is unfair uh and we want to draw attention to that it is not to take away from anybody else uh the other thing that i see uh and i agree with it but i i don't think now is the time for it uh and it comes off as insensitive I've seen people put things out there um, about praying for cops, and I'm great. I'm I'm here for praying for anybody, um, but but also tacking on there that not all cops are bad, uh, and I agree with that. I agree with that wholeheartedly that not all cops are bad, and I would even 
uh, go as far as to say that the majority of them are probably not bad. Um, but I think two things with that. Uh, one, where are all these good cops in these videos? Because I have yet to see one. Uh, and if there are some, please, I would love to see them. Uh, that when some of this stuff breaks out, uh, that they step in and tell their fellow officer, hey, you need to cut this out. This has to end now. I haven't seen that. I've yet to see those videos. The other side, I would say, is, is the opposite has to be true. Uh, not all African-Americans are criminals. Uh, not all not all people of color are bad. Uh, the majority of us are not just like there's a few bad apples uh, in every group. Uh, the same is true here. The majority of black people are not bad. And so if we're going to say that all cops aren't bad, neither are all black people, not, neither are all African-American people, not, neither are all Hispanics. Uh, we are not all bad, and so we shouldn't be treated as such. So I think that that needs to be considered. That needs to, when when you throw these things out, because if I'm if I'm being completely honest, it's not African Americans that are throwing throwing these comments out there. You need to look at how people feel. Uh, and again, like I said, if you disagree and you want to point something out, I'm I'm more than willing to hear it out. But consider that as this is a this is a, a life is being taken away that officer walked away and he still has his life uh, but somebody else just lost their son they lost their brother uh they lost a friend then that that's not coming back uh the other thing that i think goes along with this is history we have to be very cognizant of our history uh, as a country and we have to make efforts to do certain to, to, to rectify certain things uh, and to treat things uh, equally and I hate this word but fairly uh, and and so what I mean by that is even even in talking about what I just talked about uh, and not all people being black and understanding our history if you go back to the earliest movies uh, black people are demonized. Uh, we are made to look as horror figures, uh, and and just that kind of stuff is ingrained in our nature. Uh, the other thing that I would really speak on, and this may strike a nerve with my people that are in the South, is is symbolism and and how that plays a role. Uh, and this wasn't the case in in this particular in this most recent incident, but have some sensitivity when we talk about symbols. I know growing up in South Carolina, the Confederate flag is a huge thing. Um, and so the one thing that I always go to when talking about the Confederate, Confederate flag is, uh, is the swastika. And, and here's why I say that. Uh, nobody, nobody disputes what that represents. All right, nobody disputes it, but I will tell you to look this up, fact check me on this one, uh, because I have looked it up and look at the original meaning of that word. It's a it's a Hindu and a Buddhist word, uh, and it's a positive word. It means uh, well being, and it's been used uh, positively. Uh, I think I even read beforehand that the Girl Scouts named their magazine that after 
uh, after this symbol uh, that has been used as advertising. However, Hitler put that on a uniform uh, and started persecuting Jewish people. And now it doesn't matter what the original meaning was. Uh, it is now seen as a symbol of suppression. It is now seen as a symbol of fear. And so the argument that I have heard constantly is uh, in regards to the Confederate flag is this represents my family's heritage. This uh, represents the heritage of the South. Uh, and so what I will say to that is that may very well be true. That may be what it means to you. Um, but know that that's the flag that the Confederate Army fought under uh, when they were fighting for the rights to keep slaves. Uh, understand that that is a symbol to oppression for a large group of people. And the same respect that we give uh, to the Jewish community in regards to the swastika, we should still give that same respect uh, to African-Americans and what that symbol means. Uh, and there's a lot of people that's not willing to give that same respect to that uh, and give give the give the same courtesy to that. Um, so I would. This is these are just things to think about. Um, is it's just so much, and I I I really wish there was a way. Uh, to get people on all sides in the room and to talk this out. Um, I, one of the things I will tell you that I've personally struggled with this last week, uh, I've talked about, I'm, I'm a religious person um, and I see the violence uh, all over the news. Uh, and I will say, normally, I'm all for the nonviolent approach and talking things out. But it gets to a point where enough is enough. And I get it. Um, I can sit here and say, me personally, I struggled with getting on my knees and praying this week. Uh, and I have, but it's been hard to do seeing the things that I have. Uh, and I get it. People are going to say, yeah, you shouldn't be looting. You shouldn't be uh, destroying property and all of those things. Um, but understand how we got here. When the peaceful protest happened, uh, nobody was trying to hear. When Kaepernick took the knee, it was all about being disrespectful to the to the flag. Uh, when LeBron James speaks out, he's supposed to shut up and dribble. Um, when we're doing any kind of other protest, it's always a problem. And so when the voices are no longer heard, what else are you resorting to? So I, I don't condone the violent approach, but I sit here and say, what, what are the other options? Uh, what else is there to do uh, when, when the silent protest, when the civil protest, uh, when those things are happening and no matter what we do, it's, it's no longer an issue. It's always swept under the rug. It's always being dismissed. And I don't have an answer. I, I truly don't. I don't know what the answer is, um, but I know I don't get there by myself. Uh, I don't think anybody gets there by themselves. And, and honestly, I don't think any that there's going to be some swift movement or there's some event where we're going to say, hey, something happened this day and then the next day everything was all right. I think this happens at an individual 
level um, that people's hearts have to change uh, and how people reach that point is going to be really upon them it's really on uh, people educating themselves people trying to understand the other side which is why I'm asking you know for insight from the other side uh, but I think it's really difficult right now because even when you look at the news everything is is, is segregated uh, you know Republican Democrats you know everything is, is is segregated and everything is an arguing point people don't come to the table really to talk things out anymore uh, it is it, it doesn't seem like it is it is okay to disagree with somebody if we disagree we have to hate each other and there has to be animosity and that that's that has that's not true at all we can have a discussion and we can have differing viewpoints and we can not agree with one another and that doesn't mean that i think you're a bad person for it or you think i'm a bad person for it. we just see the world differently but how do we bridge that gap where we can meet somewhere in the middle uh and I, and I don't think that happens with every issue, but I think this issue is too important not to. Uh, it's too important not to because people are losing their lives. Um, and whether you you disagree or not on the validity of that of these things, uh, I think that, yes, a life was lost, but now you're also seeing properties lost. Uh, it, somebody's got to pay to rebuild that. Um and so there are better ways to do things and it shouldn't have had to come to this point. But when discussions aren't, when people come to the table uh, and they're not willing to have an open discussion, they're not willing to open up their ears uh, and hear what the other side is gonna say and how we can bridge this gap, it's not gonna happen. Um, yeah, so that's really all I got to say this week. Uh, I really hope that y'all be blessed. Take this into account. And like I said, reach out. Uh, reach out. Have these discussions. Um, if, if you don't reach out to me, that's fine. But reach out to somebody. Uh, check on people because people are having a rough time dealing with it. And people show things in in very different ways. Uh, I tried to hold together as much as I could this week, uh, but eventually we all reach our, our breaking point. So uh, the big thing with this week is, you know, life is precious. That's that's really what I have to say. Life is precious and it shouldn't just be taken away so carelessly. Y'all be blessed and I'll talk to y'all next week. So I had to jump back on here. It's been um, a little over 24 hours since I recorded the first segment, uh, and I've had some more time to think and kind of process this thing. Uh, and I didn't want to go through and edit and touch what I had to say because that's exactly how I was feeling uh, at the moment. And my feelings really haven't changed. I think I just have some more clarity. And so what I have on what I really want to say is I think we need a call to action. Uh, and I think we all need to act and we need to make a decision to do so now uh, because there's no better time because we can't go back in the past. 
And so what the action is that I think that we all need to do uh, is we need to become the change that we want to see. Uh, and when I say this, this is not just targeted at African-American people. I understand that there are people that are mad of all races and we all want to see this problem solved uh, and we want to see it fixed. But the reality is it ain't going to happen anytime soon. There's not going to be some switch where everything changes. And so what I say is go become the change. And what do I mean by that? There are people flooding the streets right now in protest. And what I need people to do is go grab a computer and go flood the Internet. And I need you to go get registered to vote. Uh, in November, I need you to flood those voting booths and I need you to vote and put people in power and put people in positions who are going to align with how we think. I need people to go get smart and educated on how these things work and don't just don't just worry about the presidential election that gets all the hype. But he does not create policy. That's your governors. That's your senators that are creating that. Uh, but we need to change. Make there's changes that need to be made at all levels. Also, uh, think, go get involved and do the research and get smart on who's running for governor or who's running for senator, who's running for mayor, who's sheriff, who's sitting on your city councils. Go look into all of those and then make the change. I have another piece, and this is a long term. We need to go get educated. Um, not just on how this system works, but how we can put ourselves in those positions. Because some of you, as I'm saying this, you're thinking the people that think like me and the people that are going to make the decisions best for me are they don't exist right now. And I, I can understand that. So what I would say to that is you to go become that person. Go get every piece of education you can get. Go dedicate yourself to it. Go get every license. Go get every certification. Go read every book that you need to be so that in 10 years, in five years, in 20 years, whenever that time frame comes, that you can go be that person because this is now our generation's burden to carry. Uh, we can yell and scream and be mad about it and do nothing. And then the next generation has to suffer or we can pick this thing up and we can become the change that we want to be so that when our children get to the point where they're voting, they can put the people in power that are going to make the best decisions for them. So that is what we need to do. We need to become the change and we need to understand that this is going to be a process as much as we want to change it right now. The reality is it's not going to happen today. It's not going to happen tomorrow. It's not even going to happen in six months, but we have to commit ourselves to the process and become the change that we want to be.